0: Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We'll consider the words of Jesus just read. Here's the question. What is the proper response when Jesus says something about you? Now The answer is actually pretty straightforward, but it's important. If Jesus says something about me, about you, about us, the proper response is that we are supposed to believe it. That's because Jesus speaks with authority. Authority like no one had before him or will have after him. He speaks like God. And like God the Father, God the Son says what things really are. So, it's not hard, but to review again What's the proper way to respond when Jesus says something about us? The response is, we are to believe it. Now this morning Jesus says something about his disciples, so therefore also about us. He says, you are the light of the world. He declares, you are the salt of the earth. Now, what he means by this is pretty clear. Uh, the, The world, the earth, is in bad shape. It needs salt, whether that means something to preserve it or to flavor it or whatever, that isn't all that important. The earth needs salt. The earth, the world, is a dark place. And there's a great need for light so that people can see They can see the truth, they can see what God is really like, and we are Jesus' disciples, and so he says to us, we are salt, you are light, and we're supposed to believe it. Now what are the consequences, if I can ask, of not believing it? Well since what Jesus says is true, it's not a good idea. With what's almost like a riddle, Jesus says, look, if salt loses its saltiness, how will it become salty again? If it does that, it's really good for nothing except to be cast out and trampled underfoot by people. Doesn't sound good. I think we should believe what Jesus says about us. Because if we don't believe it, then things actually become a little on the absurd side. Jesus says, look, you, you can't hide a city set on a hill, can you? Uh, no. And no one takes a lamp in a small dark house and lights it and then covers it with a bucket, do they? Uh, no. That's stupid. It's dangerous. So it is actually dangerous for us not to believe what Jesus says about us. So this morning, I think we should believe Jesus when he says that he has appointed us to make a difference in the world right here on the earth. Again, he doesn't get very specific. He just says that our good works are like light that can reveal the Father. He tells us that we're salt and light and that today, today, we need to do good works with the purpose and hope that other people, Christian or non, will see a bit more clearly what God is like, and maybe they'll glorify God because of that. Now, I know that with just a little imagination and a little creativity, you can actually think of some good works to do could be at a job, could be with your classmates, in your classes, with your family. It's not hard. You and I can think of ways to be salt and light. And Jesus says that we are, so we should believe him. Of course, it's one thing to say that we should believe Jesus and it's another thing to believe him. And it's not a particularly good idea for someone like me to stand in front of you and to exhort you to believe him. So what I'd like to do instead is to invite you to listen in, almost in a way to eavesdrop, and to hear what Jesus says about certain kinds of people, and it's actually right before the reading. Because what he says there also is true, and here's what he says. He says, people who have nothing to offer God and who can never get their act together, he says, these people are really, really fortunate. (laughs) He says, they're blessed, so blessed that you could call them saved. And why would that be the case? Well, it's because all the gifts of the king, forgiveness, new life, new identity, new community, eternal belonging, all of those kingly gifts belong to people who have nothing to give God in return. Jesus says this, he says, people who are willing and able to see that the world is rotting and the earth is dark And people who are willing to be troubled by that and to mourn, well, those people are really, really, really blessed because one day God will take all of the mourning away. Jesus said that people who are powerless and who cannot make it happen, the meek, those people are really blessed because they will get to live in God's new heaven and new earth forever. Jesus said that people who know that things are not right in the world, those people are blessed, because God one day will make it right. And that will be completely and utterly and eternally Satisfying. Are you listening? People who have nothing to offer get everything from God? Well, that's you. That's me. That's how blessed we are. And there's more, Jesus said, merciful people are blessed too because they'll get God's mercy on the last day to cover all their sins. And Jesus said that people who are pure in heart, that is to say, people whose hearts are set on the God of Israel, on the father of Jesus to find salvation in that God and not some other God. He said, those people are really, really, really blessed because they will see God face to face. And people who make peace Well, they're blessed as well because they will be called God's sons and his daughters because God offers them peace. Listen to Jesus. He says, when this rotting and dark world hassles you or hates you or even persecutes you because you belong to him, well, then you are really blessed because all of God's kingly gifts, his forgiveness, eternal belonging. Those gifts belong to you. Jesus was talking about you. You are really, really blessed right now and on the last day. So, I invite you to believe Jesus when he says, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.